Hello, welcome to episode three of the Medical Receptionist Network podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Atkins, and thank you for joining us today. Please don't forget to follow us on social media on Facebook and Instagram at Medical Receptionist Network. And on Twitter, you can follow us at ReceptionistNet. You can also find the Medical Receptionist Handbook to Success on Amazon as well as Barnes and Noble. And I hope you have already had a chance to obtain your copy. If not, please do. It will uh, provide you some great resources and tools to help you with your everyday you know, professional life as a medical receptionist or medical secretary. And I would love to hear your feedback and, and share some of your um, takeaways uh, definitely here on this, on this show. So today it is March 18th. Today is actually my grandfather's birthday, so it's always a great uh, day to remember and to celebrate. Um, we had St. Patrick's Day this weekend, so happy St. Patrick's Day to all of you. Um, today I'm just going to talk about payment collection and you know how that directly affects front desk staff medical receptionists and medical secretaries especially because you're definitely expected to make the collection, you know, um, put in the payment and, you know, make sure the patient has any information regarding balances or deductibles, co-pays and, and the like. So why don't people pay? Or why don't people want to pay? Generally, that's going to be because they don't have the funds available, uh, they're surprised by the amount, or maybe they forgot their purse or their wallet, um, or perhaps they just prefer to be billed. Please send me the bill. I've heard that a million times. I'm sure you have too. Um, but as the landscape has changed with healthcare, the cost um, has increased over time, um, not only with premiums, with copays. Um, and just general, you know, out-of-pocket expenses for the patients. So it's become a little bit more challenging to collect and to make sure that your accounts are up to date. So, you know, you have a lot of patients with carryover balances and, you know, patients that uh, prefer to go on to payment plans. And, you know, having those options is really beneficial to to your patient and to your practice um, because it's important to to keep the revenue coming in and flowing you know, so that the office can run smoothly and that all of your operations can be taken care of, uh, you know. So some of the um, reasons that patients don't pay or, you know, they can't afford, you know, that particular visit uh, for the full amount are, you know, some reasons that you may receive some um, struggle at the front desk. But it doesn't always have to be a negative experience. Um, as long as you're equipped with the right tools, you can, you know, deal with these situations professionally. You can deal with them um, as as if it was it was you standing on the other side, right? So how how would you want someone to help you out if you if you were coming in and you know maybe you only had enough for the copay, but then you you were informed that your deductible uh, was due for this particular visit? It was a problem, and so now. Um, someone at your office did their due diligence, found out what your what the patient's copay was, and now you're you're expected to collect that. 
right? So if, if you have a patient, the, first of all, the best thing to do when it comes to finan finances and payments is to know the policies of your office. Okay, so if your office expects payment at the time of service and there is a, a, a balance, either a, you know, either a previous balance or they, you're collecting a copay or coinsurance or deductible and you know that up front, you should be asking for that up front rather than at the end of the visit. So if you know what the copay would be and what the deductible will be due for that visit, you should ask up front. Um, you know, the, the patient is not surprised. Or they may be surprised, you know, walking in, but they're, they're not, um, they haven't been seen. They haven't got, you know, have all the other information that they have to remember about, you know, whatever their situation is or whatever their healthcare issue is right now. And they're, they're probably a little more calm. You can, ex you know, explain to them, you know, we've run your benefits and we understand that you have a $500 deductible. So today you'll be charged $30 copay plus your 150 um, portion of that deductible for today's visit. How would you like to make that payment? Credit card or check or cash? And, you know, just kind of ease into it. And generally, uh, you know, patients will pay and that's fine and that's great. Other times they may say, oh, I didn't realize I had to pay more than the copay today. What is your office's policy on that? Do you then collect the copay and agree to bill the patient? Do you um, hand them a policy sheet that says that's actually not our policy, but as a courtesy today, we will accept the copay and send you an invoice. Or maybe your, your office takes an additional step and calls patients before they come in and, and you know, let them know that they're going to have this balance to say, oh, we actually left you a message last week regarding um, what payment will be due today. But we understand sometimes patients don't don't receive the message in time, so today we'll accept it. You know that way you're letting them know the process of your office, so they know you're on top of things. But at the same time, you're telling them, oh, actually we did call you, but uh, since you either you know you, you can't prove if a patient knows or they don't know, so you give them your policy and you accept the copay and you you know document the account or speak you know speak to one of your your billing reps and make sure they know as well whatever the the procedure is in your office. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And also, not only um, knowing the policy, it, you also want to be able to provide them options and alternatives. Say it's it's not you know $150 and a $30 copay. Maybe it's a much larger balance, and someone you know is really looking to set up a payment plan uh, for that. So know exactly what the steps are to get that in motion, so that you can do that while they're in the office instead of. You know, unless it's the policy of your office to have someone specifically call them back. You know, if there's a sheet that you can have them fill out to start that process of, of payment arrangements or, you know, well, how often would you be looking, you know, to make that payment? How, you know, how much can you put down today? Can you can you put anything towards it today? And just, you know, and, and it doesn't have to be a fight. It doesn't have to be um, you pulling, 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 just, you know, some kind of general questions. And as long as you keep even keel, some, you know, some patients tend to get upset, uh, when it comes to financial, um, concerns, especially in the, in a medical office, because it's, it's different while it's still a business and, you know, you're providing a service that people have to pay for. It's not like, you know, people don't go to shop, right. Or, or the grocery store or the gas station and get upset when someone puts their hand out for the cash. But for some reason, we see more of these challenges when you're providing this type of service as healthcare, um, because you know people just feel like we should take a different approach. But we 
we can, but we can't, you know, we can't just let everything slide and say, oh, you know, it's okay. We'll see you next time. We'll catch you next time. Cause the bottom line is some people will not pay their bills. They will not call back and they will not set up a payment arrangement. So then they've been given free service. That is not good for the bottom line of your practice. That's not good for, you know, for you or anyone, you know, working in your office because that's just taking away, you know, making it harder to provide the service when, when the income and the revenue is not flowing properly, especially when you're giving that, that excellent quality care and patient care, you want to be uh, compensated for that so that you can continue to provide that to patients for years to come. So you know, always know what the steps are as far as setting up a payment arrangement, a payment plan. Um, is your office, you know, do, do you guys refuse to see people? I mean, these are these are options and, and some offices have different requirements and different things that they can and cannot do, um, you know, or choose to, to do and not do. So you just have to follow that of, of your office. But whatever those alternatives and options are, you should, you know, be very well versed in them so that when you're discussing with a patient, you're not shuffling, looking around for the the information, you know, you can kind of, you know, say it so that they know, you know, oh, she knows what she's talking about, or he knows what he's talking about. Let me make sure next time I come in prepared, you know, and it, and it just shows that level of excellence in your office that we all know what's going on, you know, just because someone in our scheduling room called you and reiterated what your deductible was and it wasn't me, doesn't mean that I don't know that that took place. You know, so it's just showing that that your office and your billing department, your you know schedulers and everyone works as a team. Um, and maybe another way to do it is, you know, if they have a, an outstanding balance and they're not able to pay right at that moment, that you hand them a, a current invoice, just you know, nicely print out an invoice. So I understand you can't pay today, but I would like to give you an updated invoice, and I'm even going to hand you this envelope so that you're able to make that payment. Uh, we 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 always want to make sure you have everything you need to, to take care of your responsibilities with our with our group. If you have any questions, give us a call. Simple as that, you know, because you cannot. Um, there's certain, you know, there's certain conversations you don't want to have at the front desk in too much detail. But doing something that simple, it's very easy. It's pretty private. You know, you're just handing them something. Say here, you know, look, you're, you're addressing it. You bring attention to it. You're letting them know that, that that is their responsibility, something that your office expects. And, um, you know, it, it's pretty simple to do, right? And it doesn't take a, a long time. Hopefully your your system allows you to do that uh, pretty easily. And if, and if you're not on a electronic system, maybe you're still paper-based and you're not able to print an invoice or invoice comes from a different department, you can, you know, take a sticky or something, you know, a little note. Okay, I'm just going to remind you what your total balance is and uh, feel free to call us or, or mail in uh, your payment. You know, thank you. Have a nice day. Um, obviously, if you have patients who are kind of in the red or headed to collections and things like that, there may be other requirements uh, that you have to, to follow or, you know, other steps that need to be taken. And that's usually not going to be handled by by the front desk. But I think your main position is to make sure that you're attempting to collect, that you're collecting, that you're collecting the right amount, that you're doing all your due diligence and understanding what what your office expects um, at your level of service. So you're at the front desk. You, you whatever you can see, you're probably supposed to collect for. So if you can see they have a balance, if you can see that there's a note about a co-insurance deductible, or maybe you're the one running the benefits, then at, you know, at the least you should be requesting that and making sure that you know, you're know you consistent with that 
um, all the time. And I talk about, <clears throat> excuse me, payment collection in the handbook because it, it's it's an important you know part of our our position um, in healthcare at you know the front desk, even managers. When you know if they're helping out, they're sitting at the front. They have to do it as well. You know, it shouldn't be um, overlooked just you know, by anyone. And sometimes I, I read an article recently and it mentioned how, you know, a small community uh, practice, they, you know, most of their patients, they see out, you know, every day in the store, or at, you know, schools and things like that. So it made it a little more uncomfortable when they went to work and then had to ask, you know, someone that they see while they're picking up their kids at school for um, an overdue balance or a copay and things like that. So, you know, there are some unique situations that you may come across, but at the same time, you have uh, a job to do and you can do it very professionally without making others feel uncomfortable and without making yourself, you know, feel uncomfortable. You know, you look them in the eye, let them know what's going on. It's not going to be a secret to them, especially if they have an overdue balance. You know, if they're unable to, to take care of it, they're not going to. If they can, hopefully they will. And you use your best techniques and skills and, and keep calm and, and uh, be very forthcoming with them to try to to try to collect at least a portion of what's due. Um, let's see. And again, you know, trying to collect before they go in is always very helpful. Sometimes at the end of a visit, depending on what type of office you're working in, or setting your working, some people don't have to stop back by um, at the end of the visit. So you really want to kind of try to catch them at the beginning because, you know, depending on what, you know, if they don't need to pick up anything, they may think, oh, okay, I'm done, and they just run out the door. You're not going to, you know, have the opportunity to chase them out. You know, you, you have to um, have a, the best flow that works for your office regarding payments. Um, sometimes, you know, people may uh, come in and they have an additional service, and so it adds to that. But if you already know what's expected for that day, you know, make sure you are collecting. Um, let's see. So, you know, I feel like front desk and medical receptionist, medical secretaries are so important to this part of the billing cycle. First of all, you have an opportunity to build rapport with, with patients. They see you, if not everyone else in the office, they're going to see you generally every time they come in. So they should feel um, comfortable, you know, based on your professionalism, your demeanor, and your ability to to be upfront with them and, and let them know, hey, you have this balance, you know, to to want to work with you and want to work out um, whatever their balance and you know billing situation is um, to the best of their ability. So hopefully, um, because you you know you are you are the bridge, but you also you know you're you're the person who can kind of give them whatever information they need regarding their, their um, current balances and also collect those payments. So that's why you, you have an important role in the revenue cycle of your practice. And, you know, while it doesn't always seem like that, you know, you're a very important part of that. Think about if you work for two days and you didn't ask anyone for a copay or anyone for a balance or anyone for uh, their coinsurance. That would not be good for your for your group. So what you do is very impactful and is very helpful, and it's required generally of you know your position to to, to do that. Um. So you know, and always think you know this is also while it's a, a medical facility, it's also a business, and businesses need revenue to run. Um, you know, there's not many places you go today where you're going to get service after service after service without making any payments. You know, you're not gonna go get your oil changed and not 
pay, you're not going to go get your nails done and not pay. You're not going to go pick up loads and loads of groceries and not pay. Um, so while this is a more sensitive service and, um, you know, we're dealing directly with, with people and illnesses and, you know, sometimes it's just general care and sometimes it's mental health and sometimes it's dental care and sometimes it's surgical care, but it's very important to be on top of those financial needs and the balances and, and all of that. And I just hope, you know, the goal today was to let you know how important you are to this to this process in your office. And it starts, you know, it tends to start with you because you're the first person that people see and generally the last person that they see when they're finished um, visiting with the physician or another uh, provider in your office. So I hope that you are collecting the payments and that you have, you know, have some good quick phrases or, you know, ways to ask that's not intrusive. Always try to keep it, you know, kind of private. If you don't have separate cubicles to discuss billing with patients, just make sure that, you know, you're not yelling out, oh, Miss Jones, you have a $2,000 balance. Are you going to be able to make that payment today? Don't scream that, you know, don't use your inside voice, you know, speak to them allow them to feel um, like they can deal with this with you. Because let me tell you, once a patient becomes, um, they feel like they have to get on the defense, now you're in a more of a negative dark space where you're not able to seal the deal. You're not able to help them anymore because now they don't want to, they don't even want to talk to you. So now you have to have, you know, send them to the next person or, you know, have them contact them or have a manager contact them because they're upset and, you know, it didn't go the way that you expected it to. You know, you don't have to argue with the patient about their balance. All you have to do, you know, and if someone becomes combative with you, obviously follow whatever the procedure in your office is to deal with that. But you don't need to get into a space with them, um, you know, that takes you out of your out of your professional one. You're, you're just doing your job. You're doing what's required of you. And if someone becomes combative, you know, you just let them know. I'm just wanted to provide you this information and let you know, um, you know, are you, if you're not able to make a payment today, I understand. And we'll be happy to help you with some other options. And, you know, just always keep an even tone, even keel, and, and you will be, uh, continue to be a great asset to your office. So I think that's all I have for today. Um, I hope I provided you with a bit of value. Um, I definitely would love to, to hear from you. Please email me at info at medicalreceptionistnetwork.com. Again, you can find the Medical Receptionist Handbook to Success on Amazon.com as well as barnesandnoble.com. And it's even available on Kindle. Um, I definitely re recommend you have it in hand so you can take some notes and, you know, write some things down and, and bring it back to your office or, you know, some of your coworkers or, or colleagues and folks, you know, in the healthcare field. Um, and if you'd like to be a guest on this show, you can also email me again um, at info at medicalreceptionistnetwork.com. I'm looking to speak with medical receptionists in uh, any specialty, any general practice. I want to know um, what value you're bringing to your practice, what new and uh, cool things you, you do to keep your office, um, you know, keep your office running and your front office, excuse me, running very smoothly and uh, what challenges you may have, have dealt with in the past, as well as managers and other healthcare professionals to really find out how your medical receptionist and your unit secretaries have provided 
of value to you and your group. So thank you again for listening. This is episode three, Medical Receptions Network podcast, and I am Siobhan Atkins. Until next week, thank you.